Greetings! This is the podcast for our confirmation class that will be on September 12th, Wednesday, September 12th, uh, in which we're going to be doing just a big overview of the Old Testament, uh, obviously starting at the very beginning and moving our way through the prophets, um, just trying to kind of touch a little bit on some of the themes that we're going to hear. Um, so what I thought I'd do is read a little bit. We'll read from the very first, the very beginning, and so we'll start with Genesis 1, and so this will sound a little familiar. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was uh, morning, the first day. So that's the very beginning of the Old Testament, setting in place the God who creates things. Now, let's hear a little bit from Malachi 4. I know you read Malachi 4 all the time, but we'll do it just one more time. So the very last verse, I just always kind of think is very, it's, a, it's always just kind of very fun to read. Um, so the last two verses, Malachi 4, 5, and 6. Lo, I will send you the prophet Elijah before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes, he will turn the hearts of parents to their children and the hearts of children to their parents, so that I will not come and strike the land with a curse. Wow, seems like a lot has happened between Genesis and Malachi. Things have definitely moved from uh, sort of God creating things and this day of God's uh, anger and frustration with the way that the person, with the people of God has, have become, and they might turn towards something else. I mean, that's the sort of lesson of the Old Testament. The almighty, all-powerful God of the universe creates the world, everything in it, but isn't content to just put it in place and then back off, remain hidden. God instead says, nope, I'm going to come to a particular group of people and claim them. That's what he does with Abraham and Sarah and blesses them, blesses them with a son, Isaac, with the land that is, that is around them, and also tells them to be, he blesses them to be a blessing to the rest of the world. That it is God working through a particular people so that they might share that. And, and sometimes we will hear the stories of how sometimes they obey. More often, though, sadly, we hear stories of how they disobey. And yet, the important thing here is that God always stays faithful to the promise. God always will stick to them, stick with them along the way. It will happen from creation and through Adam and Eve and the fall, uh, the exit out of Eden. It will happen as God works through Noah to try to save part of creation. It will, it will happen as God calls Abraham and Sarah, as, as he blesses them with their baby Isaac. Uh, through his family until we get to Jacob and, and his 12 sons and then Joseph leading them towards Egypt where they are there and then imprisoned and then you have Moses and they get led to the promised land and eventually they get kings like David and then David writes books like the Psalms and we have wisdom literature and then we have prophets who speak for God when nobody else will listen, especially the king. I mean, there is all kinds of great and fascinating stuff that will happen in these books of the Bible that we get to talk about over the next few weeks. So this week, um, the, 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 the question I kind of have, and I want you to think a little bit, is about this word promise. And, and what does it mean to promise something, right? So, so what you might want to think about a little bit is, what does a promise look like? When we, when, we, uh, when we promise something to somebody, what does that mean? 
Um, what does it feel like when you keep your promises or when somebody keeps their promises to you? Or maybe on the flip side, when you have broken a promise or when somebody has broken a promise to you, what does that make you feel like? What does it do to that relationship? And then maybe at the end to ask the question of what does it mean that God then will always keep God's promises? What does that, what does that give us whenever we sometimes deal with broken ones? All right, that seems like a good place to start. Um, I look forward to seeing all of you and blessings.